You're listening to On Development, a podcast of the Millennium Challenge Corporation, or MCC. MCC is an independent United States government international development agency whose mission is reducing poverty through economic growth. In this episode, MCC Deputy CEO Mahmoud Ba and Dana Banks, Special Assistant to the President and Senior Advisor for Africa at the National Security Council, discuss the U.S.-Africa Leaders Summit and how it will reinforce the U.S.-Africa commitment to a democracy and foster new economic engagement on the continent. Mahmoud Ba is the Deputy CEO of the Millennium Challenge Corporation, advising and supporting the CEO on the agency's operations and strategic orientation. In more than 12 years at MCC, Mr. Ba has occupied various positions, including his most recent one as the acting CEO during the 14 months transition period, leading to the confirmation of current CEO Alice Albright. Mahmoud is a native of Guinea, born in Togo and fluent in French, Mina, and Fulani. Dana Banks is senior advisor to the president and special advisor for the U.S. Africa Leaders Summit. Prior to that, she served as public affairs officer at the U.S. Embassy in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. Mrs. Banks has also served in Secretary Clinton's Executive Secretariat as Acting Deputy Director. As a Senior Watch Officer in the Operations Center, Special Assistant to the Assistant Secretary for African Affairs, and as Desk Officer in the Office of West African Affairs. All right, Nina, good morning, and uh, welcome to uh, MCC's uh, podcast. Um, How are you today? Good morning, Mahmoud. Really happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me to join you this morning. Thank you. No, thank you for, for making the time. I know you are pretty busy and you are preparing a very important summit, uh, which is the African Leaders Summit, which is back. Uh, only the second time that a U.S. sitting president has held such a gathering. Uh, the first summit was held by former President Barack Obama in 2014. Dana, as the lead of the second U.S. Africa Leaders Summit, and eight years since the last one, Africa has changed significantly. What are the Biden-Harris administration goals for this summit? Wow, thank you, Mahmoud. And uh, yes, that's uh, no no pressure there with that lead up you gave me. Um, But no, it it really is um, an exciting, and I think monumental um, summit that's about to take place. Um, I know that the president uh, is indeed excited as well about welcoming um, leaders from across the continent. So far, we have uh, 45 heads of state, a few heads of government, and one vice president confirmed. So representatives from 49 um, African countries and uh, the chair of um, the commissioner from the African Union uh, who have confirmed participation. So 50 heads of delegation coming to Washington to be hosted by the president, the vice president, uh, and uh, members of the cabinet from across all of our departments and agencies who uh, who have a role in advancing our policy uh, with Africa. Um, you're right, the world has changed. And this, um, this summit is a recognition of that, of how the world um, has changed and how some of these global challenges that we are facing together um, the critical role of our African partners in addressing those challenges and how we really cannot do it alone. Um, Whether it's on pandemic, preparing for the next one or post-pandemic recovery, 
uh, on the food security crisis that's been exacerbated by uh, the Russian aggression in Ukraine, uh, whether it's on the effects of climate change across the continent and indeed globally. Um, all of these are challenges that we need our African partners to work with us on. Um, and critical, I think, also in the conversation is how we address, you know, the, the challenge of infrastructure and, and development, again, globally, but particularly on the continent to really help unleash uh, the, the economic strength that we know is, is abundant in, uh, across the continent in what is uh, really the, the world's um, fifth largest trading bloc uh, as, a, as, as the, the continent is. So uh, really exciting times. The, the summit will be a recognition of um, the change, the changes that have taken place globally um, and how we as um, the U.S. government, how the Biden-Harris administration will partner with our African partners to address those challenges. This is fantastic. Um, you know, Dana, as we take a step back, you know, earlier this year in July, I recall the Corporate Council on Africa, you know, commonly CCA, in partnership with the Kingdom of Morocco, hosted the U.S.-Africa Business Summit, which brought together investors, the private sector, and U.S. government agencies under the Prosper Africa Initiative, including MCC, USAID, the Department of State, and I just want to cite a few. You were there alongside with MCC CEO Alice Albright, who led the U.S. delegation to Morocco to discuss a two-way trade and investment. With the second day of the Africa Leaders Summit, focus on private sector, we will have the U.S.-Africa Business Forum. So what share objective the U.S.-Africa Business Summit, which was held in Morocco, might have with the upcoming U.S.-Africa Business Forum? So another great question, Mahmoud. Um, and that's right. And I, and I think it's also important to, um, to highlight that the dates for, um, for the U.S.-Africa Leaders Summit um, were announced um, by uh, Vice President Harris uh, through a, a recorded message that was played at the top at the opening of um, the CCA uh, Business Forum in Marrakesh uh, in July. And so it really has been sort of a, a sprint between July and, and where we are now in preparing for the summit. But I think also the intentional focus and decision um, to make the announcement on the continent uh, at that particular event and in that venue, again, highlights um, the critical role of the private sector um, in working with our, our African partners, uh, but, but also in helping to realize and, and address some of the global challenges um, that I mentioned earlier um, and, and really galvanizing um, the support from the private sector and we as the U.S. government bringing the tools that we have to the table and whether it is, you mentioned Prosper Africa, but you know the 17 departments and agencies that comprise Prosper, but specifically um, uh, from MCC side, um, really the tools that MCC has um, to help uh, create environments um, that really uh, 
lead to greater prosperity in the countries who are compact recipients uh, and, and which again facilitates additional uh, trade and investment. Um, so on that second day of the summit, uh, which will be dedicated to the critical role of the private sector uh, is the US Africa Business Forum and we will have sessions that will focus on, you know, our overall trade uh, and investment and how we take that to the to the next level on the continent with um, uh, the uh, the establishment of the African uh, continental free trade area, as well as um, how we um, how our financing agency is, again, the toolkit that the U.S. government has, um, how we are supporting uh, greater investment in and the energy uh, sector again to uh, to look at you know new ways um, to to think about energy and adaptation as we address um, the challenges from climate change. Um, also, uh, digital infrastructure, um, agribusiness. Again, all of the things that um, are are inherent challenges. Um, right given the world that we're in right now, uh, and then how the U.S. government, whether it's through uh, MCC. Or, or, you know, for Prosper Africa more broadly, how we can support the private sector and investors um, to, to meet the needs of our African partners and investors on the continent to, um, to really create greater prosperity and strengthening, strengthen this, this really uh, critical, large um, uh, trading block that is the continent. Yes, yes. And I think, you know, just just to come back on that, I mean, I was, you know, as you mentioned, these 17 agencies is incredible, right? Like, you know, the U.S. has 17 agencies that are all working on the continent. And I think that as we speak to partners, it, it is incredible when we work together as agencies in the interagency, how much impact we can have. You mentioned Prosper Africa, there's Power Africa. Uh, on the security front and so on and so forth. So it's it just reminds me uh, of the great connections that we have with, with the continent. So I do want to then transition to my next point, which is, you know, Dana, we hear uh, and we see on the ground uh, that the future is on the continent. It's on the continent of Africa. It has the fastest growing economies. It have the youngest population and now, with the implementation of the Africa Continental Free Trade Agreement, we are talking about a market as large as 1.3 billion people across Africa with a combined GDP of 3.4 trillion. This has a potential of lifting 30 million Africans out of extreme poverty, according to the World Bank. Can you tell us a bit more about the administration vision to increase trade and investment between the, our two continents? Sure. And Mahmoud, those those facts that you you've just laid out um, are exactly why uh, we in planning the summit made sure that there was uh, really a highlighted role for um, for the private sector and for um, our departments and agencies who can help facilitate in making um, deals that climate smart deals, deals that will really help strengthen uh, uh, the 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 capacity that we know is there, that uh, potential across the continent, uh, and really, as you said, to to lift you know millions of people um, out of poverty. So, I think overall, the way that we wish to engage is how we 
um, as the U.S. government, not only using the tools that we have, but to be a convener, right, into bringing in um, the private sector um, to really be, uh, to, to uh, give them the foundation that they need to, to make greater investments on the continent. I think one way that we will see um, that play out during the summit is, um, you know, we will uh, seek to have some uh, formalization of our um, uh, engagement with the AFCFTA uh, and the Secretariat uh, that will um, play out during uh, the US-Africa Business Forum. And that will really seek to um, facilitate having uh, you know, the regulatory environment that our, our companies need, that investors need, um, across the continent, right, um, to, to give more um, support to uh, investors who really want to invest in the continent. So um, creating that uh, a stronger enabling environment um, and reducing risk uh, for our investors and for companies on the ground um, so that they can feel um, more confidence uh, in, in making deals on the continent. So I think that is, and we've been, we've heard this as an element from the private sector that is needed. And so this is one way um, that we're looking to, to work with the AFCFTA and the Secretariat um, to uh, really um, uh, support our investors and to uh, uh, and their investments on the continent, but also to support what our African partners have said is, is their priority uh, in promoting trade and investment on the continent. Well, that's the, uh, so, Dana. That's a good point because I'll tell you. I'll give you one statistic at MCC, right? I think one of the one of the things we always hear, and I've spoken to a few leaders in Africa, and one of the things they will say on the continent that, you know, they say we don't see American firms enough, right? We we know you produce you Americans produce quality product. We like the life cycle cost of your investments because you have very high good standards. But we don't see you enough on the continent. So my 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 statistic I want to share with you is that when MCC does business and American firms participate, 80% of the time they win. But the problem is getting them to get to the market. So I hope that this summit, especially the business forum, would allow us to establish more or deepen more that connection between American firms and African firms. Because I do think that that's the private sector is the solution. Government alone cannot do it. With that, let's take a break. Uh, but when we come back, we will discuss how the U.S. is fostering new economic engagement on the African continent and see if Dana can give us a sneak peek of what to expect <laughs> at the Africa Leaders Summit in just a few days. The U.S. Africa Leaders Summit will host leaders from across the African continent in Washington, D.C. this December 13th through 15th. The summit will build on our shared values to better foster new economic engagement, reinforce the U.S.-Africa commitment to democracy and human rights, mitigate the impacts of COVID-19 and future pandemics, work collaboratively to strengthen regional and global health, promote food security, advance peace and security, respond to the climate crisis, and amplify diaspora ties. All right, Dana, uh, welcome back. Um, Thank you. I just want to uh, follow up on a uh, discussion that we we started. I know you and I met on various events. And you spent significant amount of time on the continent. You know the continent. You work there. 
Um, and, and you know the United States has significantly invested in Africa. MCC, in particular, commitment to the African continent is significant with two-thirds of our portfolio, it's on the continent. We have, since our creation in 2004, deployed $9 billion of grant investment in Africa. I just want to underscore grant, right? These are not loans. They are the best type of financing you can find, and they are very rare. From transport to water to education to energy and digital, MCC is deploying its first regional cross-border investment with Benin and Niger. That's something that is coming up and we will see. Amazing. We'll discuss uh, a little bit of that um, uh, during the investment forum. And that regional integration uh, beyond Benin and Niger, we are also working with the West African Power Pool to strengthen regional integration, energy integration across West Africa. And that, if you look at that landmass, it is slightly smaller than the United States but it has 400 million people, more than the population of the United States. This is just one instance, right, where the U.S. is making a huge impact and in investing on the continent. And again, I want to underscore the grants that we are bringing to the table. Can you share other examples of the U.S. model that you see uh, other agency work and share upcoming I know some of this thing is closed hold. But what should we what should we expect to hear from you during the Africa Leader Summit? <laughs> oh, thanks, Mahmoud. No, when you were talking about um, the uh, the MCC compacts and and really the uniqueness of them and and the structure and and how how they are structured as grants, right? And that's really what makes them unique. You know, when I was working um, in Tanzania uh, back in 2013. Actually, 2011 to 2014, but uh, we were doing sort of the first round of compact closeout um, ceremonies for, at the time, Tanzania had the largest MCC compact on the continent. And so traveling to the sites where, uh, you know, the, the grants that had been taken, that uh, had been provided through MCC were um emphasize uh, strengthening uh, energy infrastructure in rural and remote parts uh, of the country or um, working with um, farmers to uh, create better yields for their crops. Like in, in each of these uh, remote locations in the farthest reaches of Tanzania um, and looking at um, how the USG investment really is supporting the, the growth and development of these countries, it, it, it's really phenomenal. And our, our ambassador at the time in the country, Ambassador Linhart, would say, you know, as we would go out and, and talk about the MCC Compact and their role um, uh, in, in the country and in our, our engagement in Tanzania, you know, really there, there's no other model like it. And it's true. It was true then and it's true now. So as we bring it, you know, um, to, to current day and we're talking about, uh, and I have so many stories of, of just personal experience and seeing MCC Compacts at work on the ground. When I was a desk officer in Benin, I was, you know, there when the, when the Compact was being developed and to go back and to see the changes that have been made um, because of the MCC compacts in Benin at the port. Um, you know, I've traveled the road between Benin 
uh, and, and Togo and into Ghana. Um, so, you know, having gone all the way up to Niger, but seeing, you know, and, and, and realizing, um, having been on the ground, what that will mean, what a regional compact will mean for um, Benin and Niger, um, and how that will help unlock the transport routes um, to facilitate greater trade investment. I mean, it's just, it's phenomenal. And truly, there is uh, there's there's no other um, model of development like this. And this is why um, MCC in particular, you know, has been so success, successful and sustainable um, uh, over the years and, and on the continent. It's it's really, as we say, the, the gold standard, um, the good housekeeping seal of approval to get an MCC compact. And, and I must give a, a personal shout out, too, because I was deputy chief of mission in Togo um, when the threshold compact with Togo was being uh, negotiated. So um, MCC uh, and their compact and their their investment model and development model has um, is always been uh, favored and, and near and dear to me. Yeah, and then uh, um, I'm smiling because the Togolese still <laughs> talk about you. <laughs> Every time we engage with them, they always go like, "Well, where's Dana Banks?" I'm like, "Well, she's at the White House now." Uh, um, but, but this is this is great. This is really great conversation, and I'm glad um, to hear your perspective on this. And I do think that um, you know there's quite a lot of complementarity with what we do and what our sister agencies are doing. And I do think that. Um, the the this 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 administration has really uh, doubled down on commitment to the continent, and I saw lately uh, last summer um, uh, Secretary of State uh, Blinken released the uh, unveil the Africa strategy. So we are all looking forward to a great uh, forum and summit. Um, I think the continent is excited. Many of the leaders that are coming. Some have already reached out to us, are excited to be in Washington. They want, what we hear from them is they want to take this to the next level. They, they want, they, they have told us that they want to see more of the MCC model. They want to see more of the policy and institutional reform. Sometimes they feel that, you know, the law, it, it is the hardest thing to do, right? This policy mm-hmm. and institutional reform, but they yeah. appreciate the, the country ownership. Because right. MCC puts them at the driver's seat and they want to make those decisions because no one else knows better what is good for their country than themselves. So, right. uh, and, and having this conversation with you, Dana, it's very, very, very interesting. But now, as we are getting close to the end, I do want to touch on a lighter note. For somebody mm. has been on the continent, I yes. do have two questions for you. Okay, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you tell me. What is your favorite dish from all the time you spent on Africa? Can you give oh. me? I know this is a trick question because uh, <laughs> your network is all gonna get up in arm because I you know. Said, <laughs> and as the true diplomat, where do you think we see the best culinary skills in Africa? Oh my gosh! Okay, you're you're really trying to trick me up, Mahmoud. I'm gonna uh, one. I know better than to get into um, the the debate. Uh, around jollof rice. So I'm going Uh-oh. to set the jollof discussion <laughs> aside. I am not going to address that. Um, but but I, <laughs> but I must say that um, one one of my favorite dishes on the continent uh, does have rice in it, of course. Um, but it's it's really I just remember tasting it, and I think it's because I tasted it in the first country I set foot on uh, on the continent was in Senegal, oh. and uh, pule yasa is still 
of my favorites. I went back. We were there, I think, last year now um, with um, with the Secretary of State. Yes, last November, uh, twenty twenty one, and I had some. Uh, it was I was honored to have Puliyasa, um with President Saul at the presidency during a lunch he hosted us for, and it still tastes better than ever. Oh man, that's you! Are, you are the true diplomat. So <laughs> it is. It is for those that don't know, Pule Yasa is based. It's onion based uh, stew yes. with chicken, and usually served over rice. Uh, and it is definitely a delicious meal. And lime. Um, it has great it has lime in it too. It's tons, so yeah, lime <laughs> and, uh, and, and green olives. And green uh, olives. Yes, yes. Now you're making me want to go to lunch. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but. But but Dana, this is great, and I know we cannot close this podcast without talking about the great African teams that are presented at the World Cup, and we've seen some amazing performance. Any prognostic as to where do you see this going with the World Cup? Wow! Again, another tricky political question, Marku. Um, I, I am not uh, uh, like uh, an avid um, soccer watcher. My son is. He loves yeah. it and has been glued to the t- to the TV and watching all the matches. So I'm going to go with what my my son, the team my son goes for. Yeah. And it, you know, he takes after his mom. It's the first country I said put on in Africa, oh. Senegal. I the, know the lions. Know. The lions of the Terenga. Yes, yes, I have oh. to go with the Lions. <laughs> all right, all right. You, you, you use your son diplomatically to not put yourself out there. <laughs> I got you. And I, 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 I do think that I cannot also close without giving kudos to our own U.S. soccer team of that course. has defeated Iran yesterday and is now heading out to the round of 16. So, Dana, it's been a yes. pleasure talking to you and looking forward to seeing you at the summit. And you're all gearing up to deliver for the continent. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you so much, Mahmoud. Welcome. Thank you for listening to On Development. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We invite you to subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you prefer. And to learn more about MCC, please visit www.mcc.gov.